Welcome to Get You Fit Radio, the radio show that helps you lead a healthy lifestyle. I'm Irene Cook, your radio host, and I'm going to talk about some summertime fun. Obviously, come summertime, come longer days, come barbecues, come parties. Lots of grill outs, lots of gatherings, lots of campfires, lots of weekend getaways, lots and lots of extra calories. The days are longer, which makes temptations greater. And of course, we always know when the days are longer, temptations are greater. Um, There might be drinks involved. um, And there might be impromptu gatherings with neighbors that might make the uh, efforts to stay fit and trim a little bit more difficult. Um, but there's, there's a few things to say about this. Um, and it, it doesn't mean that you have to cave to the temptations, but it also doesn't mean that you don't have to have fun. Um, one of the biggest things that I preach is balance. And um, I recently uh, was talking about this on my Facebook page of how you can have your cake and eat it too, um, which basically means um, having that balance, enjoying yourself um, in a way where you can uh, indulge, um, but don't overindulge. And so often we don't know where to draw that line. So for today's show, I thought I would do an episode on the do's and don'ts of summertime fun. And uh, clearly with the different seasons, we have do's and don'ts of of different holidays. And um, I've said this before, um, there are people that think that Christmas time, holiday time is their nemesis. Um, There's other people that feel that summertime is the hardest time for them. Um, And it really is uh, in in the the eye of the beholder. It depends on your social calendar. It depends on your social activities. And it really depends on, on what you have going on and what your likes and dislikes are. But um, regardless, you shouldn't drop the ball on your goals and you should always keep your eye on the prize. Um, But the biggest picture here is to create boundaries for yourself. Um, Because whether or not you are um, driven to complete a goal, if you are on a mission to lose weight, um, or if you're just somebody that wants to maintain, you want to create the boundaries. Because if you don't have boundaries, you're going to find yourself out of the boundaries. And that is when we um, tend to gain weight. That is when we lose control. That is when we don't create parameters and we find ourselves outside of them. 
So um, during the summertime, uh, typically when we get together, one of the, the more common things to do uh, is, is a potluck situation. And I'm constantly asked by uh, clients to come up with recipes for potlucks. Uh, just today I had somebody ask me for a, a pasta recipe. Um, and, you know, my first thought is, well, gosh, you know, pasta, how do you, you know, how do you come up with a healthy pasta recipe? And I thought to myself, well, why is it that we are so inclined to always bring the same sorts of foods to these summertime gatherings. You know, it's always the potato salads, it's always the pasta salads, and of course those are traditional. But you can always add a little twist to them and make them healthier and or less fattening. And I'm going to talk to you about that today. So when we get together for these potlucks or these picnics, it's a fun time of year, a time where people can get together um, for grilling or fireworks, good old celebrations, and it also means food. Um, our nation, our society tends to get together and there are usually burgers and hot dogs and brats involved. In fact, the other day I was at Costco um, forgetting what time of year it was and right away I saw the brats and the stacks of paper plates and picnic table gatherings out and I, I knew right away, I'm like, what holiday is it? Because of what is out and we are inclined to celebrate. Um, everybody loves a great family tradition. And of course, during the summer, um, it's fun to get together and be outside, uh, creating vibrant and lasting memories. Um, of course, we want to create these memories, but we want to make sure that they're healthy and happy. So these are, of course, my suggestions. Um, you, you can adjust your, your food judgment um, by, by being creative. You can make a switch from traditional barbecue meats to some more healthier barbecue cuisines. Um, like I said, we are inclined to doing the brats and the burgers, and there's nothing wrong with that, of course, but um, don't shy away from, from grilling fish and from grilling chicken. Um, and, and if you are going to have a brat or a burger, um, it's okay to have that, but you don't have to eat two or three of them. And certainly you don't have to have the bun. Um, the skinless chicken option or salmon on the grill, um, experiment with low-fat recipes in place of their traditional caloric counterparts. And if you're listening to this going, well, that's no fun, um, it's because you are inclined to stick with the tradition. And if you're not comfortable with breaking away and trying the chicken or trying the salmon, um, Spice it up and do a little of both. Um, perhaps prepare some fresh mango salsa with cilantro and onion and avocado on top and add that to your dish and make that a new creative recipe. Thinking outside the box and getting creative will create new family traditions and you will find that you will not want to eat the same old fattening things that you've always had. Um, skipping the high fat potato chips um, in your cookout and putting out things that are a little bit more healthy might also be more intriguing to you and to your guests. Um, eating healthy foods is not about 
denial also. Um, everybody loves mac and cheese, of course. But what's wrong with doing a little mac and cheese makeover uh, by using maybe some squash in place of the cheese? Uh, substitute summer squash for frozen winter varieties. And believe me, adding just a third of the amount of cheese, your guests will be amazed. It's really all in the presentation. Um, so choosing a healthy focus is huge. Um, I already talked about lean proteins. Now let's talk about veggies. Um, everybody likes a great veggie tray, but the dips is what's going to get you. Um, I want to talk about one of my favorite dips, and that is hummus. Um, I've, I've done presentations on this before. Um, hummus is, is a, a healthy dip. And if you don't know what hummus is, it's basically um, chickpeas, garbanzo beans. Um, and it's, it's the rave. Um, but little secret, in my opinion, um, it's the secret danger. Um, and I'm really sorry to break this to you if you don't know this. Um, it is nutritious. It is. It is delicious, of course, but here's the issue. Um, it is very, very caloric. Uh, and uh, until I actually faced the music and uh, stepped up to the plate one day and measured this to see actually how many calories were in the hummus, um, I was eating it and overeating it. So the bottom line is, this is what I tell my clients, Hummus should be treated like a condiment. Uh, it should not be treated like a dip. It should be treated like mayonnaise. And I know I could hear everybody's jaw just dropping right now, but my clients know that this is my rule and this is why they are successful with, with losing weight. So I'm gonna back up and tell, tell the whole story. Um, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, when hummus first made it mainstream, and you know, of course it's been a Mediterranean uh, delight for years, um, Costco first started selling it. And uh, if you go to Costco, you might know that they sell that tub of, of hummus. So I bought it and I, of course, was the only one in my house that ate it because my kids were really young at the time. And I was training for Chicago Marathon. Uh, so of course I was eating it and enjoying it. And um, I, after three days, the entire tub was gone. Well, all I was focusing on was that it was hummus and that it was made out of garbanzo beans. And my goodness, this is healthy. My, this is great. And I was eating it with baby carrots and with um, uh, pea pods. And it was just the best thing ever. So uh, the calories on there said 80 calories per ounce. So I thought, well, that seems low, right? You know, 80 calories per ounce. But it, an ounce is an ambiguous amount. It doesn't really tell you tablespoon, teaspoon, and, and who knows what an ounce really is. So I just kept digging away, munching away. So after three days of consuming this hummus, um, I, I threw the package away, but I quick looked at the ingredients to see what was in it. And of course it said garbanzo beans, lemon juice, uh, tahini, which I'll tell you what that is in a minute, um, olive oil, garlic, salt. Um, but, but it said 52 servings um, in this container. So right away, I, I felt this pang of nauseousness come over me um, because I, I, I don't 
know math very well, but I do know that 52 times 80 is a lot. <laughs> and I do know that 52 times 80 divided into three days is way more calories than I should have been consuming. Um, and so re regardless of the fact that I was running 10, 12, 15 miles a day, um, the hummus washed that all away. Um, because basically it was just this caloric um, overhaul. And yes, it was healthy, but it was too many calories. And uh, it, it doesn't matter if it's, if it's spinach and artichoke infused. It, it doesn't matter. It's calories. So, so going back to what hummus is, um, you are looking at chickpeas. Chickpeas are beans. Um, one half cup of chickpeas is 100 calories. Look it up. Google it. Um, this is not a surprise to people. Beans are caloric. If you take a half a cup of chickpeas, um, it's, it's 100 calories. What happens if you smash a half a cup of chickpeas? They're going to smash down and now you're going to have um, about uh, an eighth of a cup of chickpeas. Um, which is about two tablespoons. So now we add tahini paste, which is basically the, a, a form of peanut butter, but it's made with uh, sesame seeds. So instead of peanuts, they mash up sesame seeds. So it's a seed, it's, it's, it's a fat. Um, and they, they use this to create this creamy, delightful flavor. Um, and then they add olive oil to it, which is more oil. Um, and so now this is actually taking the, the chickpea mash and making it dissolve even lower in volume. So, so now you have this ounce of, of hummus, which is 80 calories. And, and you ready for the scariest part? I will forever ruin your, your, your uh, memory of what an ounce is. Um, you know the little cup on top of the NyQuil container um, when you drink cough medicine, that's an ounce. So one ounce of, of hummus, that's it, is 80 calories. Um, so please, you have to know this. When you are at a barbecue or at a party and you are going up to that tray and you're scooping up the uh, hummus with the red pepper, um, you're eating a lot of calories. Um, and, and it is healthy, but if you are wondering why, um, you're not able to lose weight. It's possibly because you are going over in your calories. So I apologize for ruining hummus for you, but I, I only speak the truth. Um, so if you're just joining, you're listening to Huntley Community Radio, WHRULP, and I am talking about the do's and the don'ts of summertime fun. Um, and so, so after the hummus, um, obviously I want to talk about uh, some more chips, and dips, um, and clearly the dips that are made with um, mayonnaise um, and sour cream and uh, cream cheeses, those are also going to be very caloric. Um, but those seem to have a little bit more of, of a red flag warning label on them. People tend to be less uh, uh, apt to dip into those because we know it's made of mayonnaise. We know there's probably cheese in there. Um, but what happens when we're at parties is we become mindless. Um, we put these chips and dips 
on the plate and we forget how often we have marched over to that table. So my advice to you is to pay attention. Um, don't put the chips and dips on the plate and tell yourself you're only going to have three and then go up to the table six or seven times. Be aware. And if there's cheese on the table, I have to give you my cheese speech. Um, again, another visual. Um, one piece of cheese the size of a Bic cigarette lighter is 100 calories. Um, and that goes down very, very easy. Um, triscuits, six triscuits are 120 calories. So just in appetizers here, we are chalking up a lot, a lot of calories. Um, so that is, that is the, the dip on dips. Uh, so what about fruit? Fruit, I call it nature's candy. Um, again, very nutritious, very delicious. You're going to see this a lot over the summer. Uh, watermelon is one of my favorites. Um, watermelon is composed of 91% water. Uh, so yes, it does go down very, very easy, but it is uh, one of the highest in sugar of the fruit family. Um, it is composed of uh, a lot of sugar and a lot of calories. Uh, one watermelon, a seedless watermelon, average seedless watermelon is, is of, of almost 2,000 calories and of almost 250 grams of sugar. Um, and because it's 91% water, um, we're able to consume a lot more of it uh, faster because it goes down really, really fast. And if it's cold, um, and if it's a good batch, you're not going to pay attention to how much you're eating. Um, typically, uh, watermelon in mass equal to what an apple is in mass are side by side about the same calories. So think about how long it takes you to eat an apple versus how long it takes you to eat watermelon of that same amount. Um, you're going through a lot more watermelon. And I hear this all the time. In fact, this would probably rate uh, highest on the list of things that I've heard the most um, in my career is what, but it's just water. <laughs> but it's not. It has a lot of sugar. Like I said, look it up. You'll be really, really, really surprised. Um, so speaking of water, Make sure you are hydrating. Um, when you're not hydrating, you are not flushing out your system. And when I say hydrate, you definitely want to hydrate with water. Um, of course, if it's hot out, you want to make sure that you are getting in that H2O. But come summertime uh, and come barbecues and, and grill outs, there's usually spritzers and beer and all sorts of other beverages. So be very cautious when it comes to the drinking as well. Um, I have some good news for beer drinkers. There are some new beer varieties that are very low in carb. Um, there are some that are extremely low in calorie. Um, look up your favorite brands and see if any come in these varieties. Uh, there are some that are as low as 55 calories for one beer. Um, and I've even seen some that are zero in carbohydrates. So this is this is a newer thing. Um, I think that the lower carb keto uh, phase has, has hit the uh, liquor industry, so this is good. Um, but on that same token, be warned um, with the vodka spritzers and be warned with the 
candied uh, wine. Um, there's a slew of, of wines that are out that are mimicking the sangrias. Now, sangria is basically wine mixed with fruit, um, sometimes mixed with uh, some some soda to give it a little spritz. But there there are some wines out there. I, I saw one the other day. Um, okay, I bought one the other day, <laughs> and it was it was this blueberry uh, wine. And I thought, wow, this this looks really interesting. And so I grabbed it, I bought it, and it was uh, I put it on ice and. Really, you know what it reminded me of is back in the 80s, those wine coolers. Uh, and and I, I scanned the label because uh, there is no nutritional information on um, alcoholic beverages. But if you have uh, MyFitnessPal or most apps, if you scan the, the label, nutrition will come up. And I was... I was appalled. It was so high in sugar. It was so high in calories. And truthfully, when I did taste it, it, it did taste much like Kool-Aid. So, so be warned with that. Um, when we don't see the calories on something and we're very, very conditioned to always look and see the caloric worth of something. And because there is no nutritional information on uh, alcoholic beverages, we are less inclined to look. Um, the new vodka spritzers that are out um, are, are great because they're 100 and some calories, 105 calories. But um, they're not as great as you think because they're, uh, they're 100 calories, and that, that's what makes them so great. But this is where the buzzword um, issue comes in, in my opinion. Um, you're paying a lot of money, um, and you're getting a very little um, alcoholic uh, volume and very much uh, fizzy water. So my advice is save yourself the money, um, save yourself the sugar, save yourself all the preservatives, get yourself some LaCroix, get yourself some sparkling water, um, get yourself some vodka, flavored vodka, and make your own. And now you're in control and you are going to have a lot more variety um, when you do it this way. Um, so I have a little recipe for you. Um, it's a sangria, and it's the easiest that you will ever make. Um, you basically just take mixed berries. Um, you can do either fresh or frozen, uh, some seltzer water, uh, some grapefruit soda, which uh, I use LaCroix because there's no sodium um, and there's no sugar, um, and either a little white wine um, or if you prefer to use vodka, of course, it wouldn't be sangria, but you can add uh, your vodka to that. And now you have a really refreshing, low-calorie beverage uh, that you've made at home, and your guests will absolutely love it. And because you are pouring the wine or the vodka, um, you can decide how strong you want to make it, which is, which is really the best part. Um, so the biggest note here is to remember that it's okay to enjoy fun foods. Um, it's a holiday. Um, and just like everything else that you hear me saying, it's okay to eat foods that you normally wouldn't be eating on an average day. So if you have been craving that brat, um, or you really want to eat grandma's German potato salad, then, then of course, have it. Um, have it in moderation. Um, but if you get to the plate and you decide it's not what you remember it being and you really don't want to 
finish the portion, then certainly don't finish the portion. Uh, allowing yourself to eat foods that you are craving will put your mind to rest and allow you to enjoy the day without you feeling so restricted. Um, however, if you happen to overdo it, um, the, the biggest thing to remember is to get back on track. Um, if you overdo it and you are reaping the, uh, the issues of what comes with that uh, the day after or two days after, um, those issues are the bloat, um, the weight gain, uh, the upset stomach, and the bruised ego. Um, those things will all go away relatively quick. Uh, we so often feel that after a holiday, if we've slipped, that the slip will turn into a huge landslide because we tend to fall into our old patterns. Um, we wake up and we feel bloated. And like I said, our egos are bruised. We feel like we've done something wrong. Um, but if you are following the steps of a healthy lifestyle and you have made it this long through the summer and you just had one bad eating day or you overindulged a little too much, um, getting yourself back on track is the best thing you can do. Um, just this week alone, and it wasn't even really a holiday week, I, I had so many people that were off track and I convinced them all just get back on track two or three days of eating clean and your body will go right back to that state that it was in. Um, I, I've said this before, um, when you are leading a healthy lifestyle and you have, have advanced yourself to the point where you are eating clean and you get to a holiday weekend and you are not eating as, as good as you wanted to eat, um, the damage is not going to be as great as you think. Um, it would be no different than there being a frost in the middle of the summer. Uh, the flowers wouldn't die because of one bad day. Uh, same thing goes with your wellness. So if it were to occur, you are in control of getting it back. So with that being said, uh, make sure that you create those boundaries and those limits for yourself for the summer. And whatever you do, enjoy what you do and enjoy the rest of your day. Time is right.